You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Ravenswood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Ravenswood After Show. A secret can keep Aww. Hi, everybody. It is the fall finale for Ravenswood. We are in Season 1, Episode 5, Scared to Death. I am your host, Kelly, and joining me tonight... Hi, I'm Stephanie Wenger. I'm Sarah Jarrell. Hi, guys. I'm McKay. And uh, we had a really super, super creepy episode tonight. <laughs> Creepy kids. Oh, yeah. nothing scares me more than dolls and creepy little kids. And we've uh, got both of those between Pretty both. Little Liars and Ravenswood. Yeah, super yep. creepy. Loved it, loved it. So, what did you guys think? I think it definitely. Um, I'm I'm interested when you know for the episode to come back. I want to find out what's going on. You, um, we didn't get so much from episode you know two through four. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, it's good to see that they put some excitement and um, for for the viewers because now you really want to see what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I was reading online before the show tonight that they were that they were saying we were going to get a lot of answers tonight. Do you feel that we did? <clears throat> I don't think we got. S- well, yeah, I, I'm going to speak mm-hmm. <laughs> both sides of my mouth and say yes and no, mm-hmm. because even though you did get answers at the same time, you have new uh, theories that people are coming up with based on the new introduction of characters that we have. That's mm-hmm. yeah. about what I was going to say with there were lots of answers, but they did it in the Pretty Little Liars way where there were lots of questions. The answers mm-hmm. led to more questions. It right. wasn't just yeah. absolutes. Well, let's start out with Henry, um, who we find out is an old relative of Caleb's. Original Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we have original Caleb and original Miranda. That's kind of a funny, a funny little thing. But he gave new Caleb this box full of photos, knickknacks. They find a wedding band in it. They find what they think is a map. There's old photos and they're going through it trying to make sense of all of it. And, um, they find, a picture of a house and you know what other kind of things and then there's a letter what they think is a letter from Caleb to Miranda but it looks like an unfinished letter but we knew from a while back that they were a couple original Caleb and Miranda right like we I remember knew they that. were yeah. dating yeah but they, we knew that they, they weren't related that they were a couple mm-hmm. yeah because I think there was like some confusion there that a lot of people were thinking but could possibly be related but I think we found out early on. Yeah, that they were conspiracy a yeah. theories. Of, yeah, of <laughs> relationship. I think they probably thought the new Miranda and Caleb were related. Yeah, not the old ones because if you know the old Miranda and Caleb were uh, a couple, then it would make sense that they would be kind of like their offsprings and uh, grandkids or whatever they might be. So yeah. I think yeah. that's where the confusion might have been. Absolutely. Well, we're getting a little more into like re- the whole idea of reincarnation in this episode, especially because <laughs> uh, the original Caleb and Miranda are exactly exact lookalikes. Identical. Identical. I, like, down to the 
freckle. Yeah, I'm the new. <laughs> I wonder Miranda. how they did that. I don't know how <laughs> they did that. It must have generation magic. But now, but now, but what's funny is like you know, obviously we know that, but now the characters in the show are starting to see that a little bit more and starting to think that there's something more to it than them simply just being distant relatives, which kind of makes the story a little bit more interesting. And we go through this episode kind of following Luke's struggle to believe what he's seeing and his fight with Remy and him kind of pulling at this, not wanting to be part of it, but can't help to be part of it. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I'm not sure if he's doing it because he wants to make Remy happy or if he actually believes it. That's my problem with that. Mm. I think a part of me, a part of him feels that he should believe in it, but um, a part of him maybe just wants to be standoffish and the tough guy and not believe in it uh but he's also doing it i think to protect his sister because his sister's involved in it aside from remy and Mm -hmm. the sister strongly believes that their father was uh killed or died because of uncovering the truth about the pack so she strongly feels about she feels strongly about it so he needs to protect her yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think that he's necessarily a believer but he uh, realizes that in order to protect his sister and who he claims his love to be, Remy, he has to be in this inner circle. If he and if he doesn't believe, they're not going to allow him to know all the information they're finding. So, in order to stay in the inner circle, he's—I don't want to say pretending to believe, but, but he's got to accept it, right? That yeah. this is accept that this is happening, even though he may not believe everything that's going on in the way that they believe it. But he's accepting, okay, something's not right. I am, you know, I'm seeing these things. I can't explain them. Whatever. I'm going to go along with it and see kind of where this goes. Yeah, he was really getting on my nerves last episode. <laughs> yeah. Just like, I mean, terribly. <laughs> the whole fighting about, about the whole thing. But I am one of those. I really believe in this kind of stuff. So, you know, especially if you, if I ever saw something like that. Or, oh, I don't know. yeah. <laughs> like, at this point, their walk doors are opening by themselves and they think it's a normal day. And they're like, oh, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever get to that point. But it's just interesting how even if if it's something happens right in front of someone, they still refuse to believe it. And that's kind of, I think, what I see with this character. Yeah, it's interesting because now we're kind of seeing him transition over and be at least accepting of it. Mm -hmm. But I wanted someone, I guess I'm on the opposite side of that you're on, that I wanted someone to hold out and be Mm -hmm. like, I don't see it. I want to live my normal life. And maybe even realize that it's happening, but not, like, push it away. And he doesn't seem to even be necessarily pushing it away at this point. He's just kind of accepting that it's a part of Mm -hmm. their existence. Well, it's kind of hard to push away when, like, you know, chandeliers are falling on true, you. Yeah. True. I Walls mean, are shaking. <laughs> tonight was the most blatant <laughs> we've had seen this, like, curse, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I don't know if maybe uh, they might put the PL twist to it as well, where, you know, um, one of the girls isn't so much into it, um, you know, as we had with A and Allie dying. And um, so it's a way to get information from that person and keep them away from the circle. Mm-hmm. And it could very well be, he could very well be used as the pawn in, in this circle based on what we find out later on and who's involved with it as well. Right, because he kind of technically has one foot in, one foot out. So, yeah. you know, that mm-hmm. is the It's one easy that, to yeah. manipulate yeah. the group if you yeah. don't have someone who's fully committed to and strongly believes in uh, what it is that they're, the curse and what they're trying to find. Right. And someone that came back in this episode a lot heavier was Dylan, and who's Olivia's boyfriend that she's kind of been um, 
blowing off in a sense and she says to protect him while she's hanging out with Caleb and Remy (laughs) and he finally has had enough he comes over to the house to try to be the helpful boyfriend and acts a little jealous at first and then kind of wants to decides he wants to help her out and from the get go I didn't feel like that was I was just about to say was I the only person (laughs) yeah I felt like I was the only person who was just like he's obviously not on the up and up here. It was a little too easy. Too nice. Yeah. Too nice. Isn't yeah. that sad? And it was almost like everything was handed to him. He already knew what was going on. I know. Yeah. And he came up with answers and, like way too yeah. fast. And for Luke to tell Olivia that, you know, you shouldn't really ditch your boyfriend for your new friends. You should make some time for him. Mm-hmm. I, after seeing um, Dylan come into the picture, I kind of like thought to myself, well, he, I don't know if he really cares for Dylan. Um, you know, for him to give that advice to Olivia, does he have another plan, you know, another motive? Is he a part of something? I don't know. I just have, like, so many questions going through my mind about that. Well, no, that can that, that can totally open up a door. And if, you know, we could come from Pretty Little Liars land where nobody yeah. is what they seem. But yeah. on the other hand, it could be Dylan manipulating him and kind of going to him, confiding in him, I miss my girlfriend, and, you know, and then... Um, Luke using his not wanting her to be in danger and how about you go hang out with your boyfriend and kind of be in this normal life if we want to think about the innocent way but how often are things kind of like the innocent way I actually have a theory about Dylan so I don't know if you guys want me to save it for later or just say it for now Um, I think he might be the one who is writing um, on the the gravestone on uh, their dad's gravestone oh Oh, yeah that we were trying to figure out who it was and we thought it was Luke. Oh, But right. I don't think Luke would be doing that. Well, do you think... But he couldn't have been the one... No, because he was driving the car, right? He couldn't no, have been the one that, that threw the paint, right? Yeah, I don't think it, it was him for yeah. the paint, but who knows if he had it set up. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've yeah. seen before from Pretty Little Liars that these things are not always one individual. Right, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we've already, you know, seen an interesting little pairing at the end of this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. But what one thing that stood out and that we didn't really get any kind of definition about was the creepy ghost with the bloody eyes. Yeah. We saw him twice, right? We saw him twice, but we never, they never kind of. Yeah, they didn't really mention it, but didn't <clears throat> the the corpses that we'll mention later on, I'm sure, mm-hmm. have the. The eyes as well. Well, there was a knife in one of the eyes, right? Right. So yeah. maybe that was the maybe. Oh, maybe that was. Maybe the guy he's that not evil himself. and he's a. I think he ghost. was trying to help yeah. Caleb wake up because yeah. if he had stayed there for any, you know, for a longer amount of time, I don't know what might have happened to him. So yeah. you know, dreams are reality. What you see in your dream may actually come to life. So mm-hmm. if he gets killed, God, you know, knows if that will actually happen and he just doesn't wake up anymore right. so i think it was a way for him to um wake him up and make sure he doesn't continue the dream so that's how i thought like, kind of like a was, helper yeah, yeah i didn't think he yeah. was evil so do you think okay well let's before we get into the corpse that we found let's go back to henry so we find out henry passed away that he was literally scared to death and when collins calls caleb in to to see him, you can see like this terrified, frozen look on Henry's face, which is pretty creepy in itself. Yeah. And but it's something that Collins has obviously seen before, and he seems to have a little bit, you know, know a little bit mm-hmm. more than he's kind of letting on with that. And then, you know, obviously that kind of leads to more suspicion. Well, he does mention that um, Henry knew he, it was coming. Mm-hmm. So, what is Collins knowing? What does he know? 
that was coming that Henry was so frightened about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once he passed along the keys to Caleb and the box and, you know, basically just gave him that and took, I was like, here, now it's your turn. Mm-hmm. Then I guess yeah. he, he figured, you know, this is it. Um, you know, my time is just about up. So I wonder kind Ooh. of like what that pattern is and mm-hmm. what the history is of that. Because now we're saying that um, the whole thing with Collins and snipping the hair is to keep the spirits at the house in the cemetery for whatever reason, whether it yeah. be for good to save them or evil to, you know, who uh, we don't know really I really at this point. think it is for good now mm-hmm. because after what we saw when they were in that house, I don't think I'd want to leave the cemetery. And when we saw them in the other house. Yeah, yeah. in the other house. So Miranda was able, and, and and I know you guys talked about this last week, you know, Miranda was able to leave because, you know, the, the bottle with the hair, her lock of she hair, broke, yeah. She, yeah, she broke it so it freed her from from being confined to that place and she goes into her version of heaven and it's and and it's really interesting what that is to her it's simply just being with her family but Mm -hmm. i can totally understand why that would be her heaven Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you're a foster child and you know on the bus how we were introduced to her Mm -hmm. going back to your family and having that home life i think could realistically be a heaven yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. she has her mother, she has her father, and even just, like, having a closet full of clothes, which is something she'd never had before. Yeah. Like, those little things. And yeah. then, you know, and then there's, and then we get introduced to this wonderfully creepy <laughs> little girl, Max. Oh, Lord. <laughs> who oh. likes to play hide and seek. And that could, you know, kind of be, like, a little sister to her, and, it, like, the whole little family unit. It's so funny that you say little sister. That's actually what I wrote when I first mm-hmm. saw yeah. her, because that's, like, playing in the closet. It felt like that, you know, sister relationship, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't know now. <laughs> then her but, head swirled all the way around, <laughs> and, and I got... That was done. Exorcist yeah. action going yeah. on. And then. But her so-called parents um, told her that they found her. Um, you know, out in the front yard. Yeah, just so playing that's in the yard. Why they've been taking care of her. So they do reveal that that's not actually her sister. Right. Right. But at the same time... But how is that the not only- weird? They just, yeah. like, find this kid like a straight cat outside and then they just yeah. start taking care of her? At the same time, I'm, like, thinking... Um, you know, does she not remember her parents? Like, does she not remember how they looked? I mean... For, you know... But wasn't she really young when they died? Well, she was at the funeral at Colin's. She was like five she, or six. She was right? able to stand. She was holding Colin's hand, so she was old enough that it seems like she might. She had a flashback remember. to the funeral. To yeah, the funeral. but she was still pretty little. I don't know True. that she would. I don't. I mean, I, who knows? I mean, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, she obviously when she when she first saw her mother or whatever was pretending to be her mother, she did. There was an instant recognition. Yeah, there was there was that instant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So she knows. Well, maybe them. they're you know able to change shape, not shape, or you know just uh, form. Uh, yeah. Be able to uh, duplicate someone. Well, form yeah, people, someone. People. I'm not sure. You know, if the spirits are able to do that, but um, <clears throat> I've heard that depending on what you believe and you know going into all the different spiritual things and stuff, that's what they say is you know sometimes a lot of evil entities can do that to make you feel comfortable and to. Oh, God. Because I actually think... That's why they say you shouldn't play with that stuff. No Ouija boards. You never know who you can open. I don't want to, like, fast forward, but I feel like that's the lady from the bridge. I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Mm -hmm. she's... um, 
you know, embodied her mom, obviously, because that's a way to draw her in mm-hmm. and to to keep her in a house that we find out is not so safe for her because uh, Caleb is having dreams and something is telling him that, um, you know, I don't even know how he found out about the about Max and the little kid and that, you know, she was dangerous and she was in there for the right reasons. Well, because he's the one when we saw her because when we saw her with her parents, we're watching Caleb's dream. Mm-hmm. He was dreaming about that. So he saw her head spin. That's how he knew she was evil. Oh, because right after that, he wakes up. And then um, that's like his first dream when that's when he's like talking to Remy and they're talking about that whole thing. So when we see those those visions of her, it's his dream that he's watching because then the next time he's in it trying to save her and that's where he finds the door for the escape. Got it. But she won't go out. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so worried that door wasn't going to be there when he went to look for it in real yeah. life. Yeah. Like, Great. <laughs> They're stuck. Because there are things that change in yeah, dreams. Yeah. yeah. It, it could, yeah, not yeah. be there. And why would there it. be a door there anyway? <laughs> yeah, that seemed really weird and that they could just jump out of this door. Yeah. So do you guys think this um, dreams, this... Um, I don't know if premonitions, the uh, sleepwalking, are they being, are they helping them find what they're looking for or are they forcing them into this trap? They definitely seem to be giving them clues or a direction to go. I don't think it's determined yet whether that's the right direction. To, I feel like they're getting clues, but is it leading them to the right thing? I don't think we know yet. I guess that's still left to be seen. Because yeah. Remy ends up you know, sleepwalking in this episode. Um, yeah, she breaks into the savings and loan. They're in the basement, which if we back up a little bit, when Dylan goes to see Olivia and he's helping her go through the stuff, he enlightens her about what they think is a map, that it's actually a blueprint. So when they're in that basement, she... I like how she takes credit for it. doesn't even say yeah. that. <laughs> I think she's scared to mention that he might know about it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But then, yeah, but then she calls him at the end, but... Um, so they, they find out that that was a blueprint and they're looking around and they find this hidden room because on the blueprint there was two rooms and it looked like there was only one. But isn't it obvious how <clears throat> Remy would have been led to this place that now Dylan, you know, uh, told Olivia what it was and explained to her what the blueprints was and that there were two rooms and they just happened to find the second room and the wall and you know, the people in there and the picture that led them to Miranda's house. Mm-hmm. It just seems like... Well, yeah, because like- I think the end result was wanting to get them all in that house. Like, that was the game, was to get them. That was the plan. To- well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, whatever led Remy to savings and loans, I, you know, do you guys think it was um, good spirits or were they, it's part of the plan to get them there because now they have Dylan on the outside helping them you know, yeah. so manipulating someone on the inside mm-hmm. to figure out what it is to get them to a trap. I don't know. Well, I mean, <laughs> Dylan's goal, I mean, and he mentions it in the episode, was obviously to get them in the end to that house. That was right. clear yeah. that that's what mm-hmm. he wanted to do. I don't know if the interim steps, if that was all by spirits or by whoever Dylan's like with the girl it's hard to know yeah but whoever because the old man gave the blueprint to them in the first place or to caleb so obviously does that mean he's good or bad because if they're not well here's what okay okay. here's like 
my in looking at this, this is what I and I could totally be wrong. Who knows? But the way that I'm looking at it is the dreams are the good things. It's us helping them do the right thing. Everything that's in front of them that's in there is bad. I feel like the good things are coming when they're subconscious and the scary things are actually showing themselves and pretending to be good. Okay, so do you think Caleb's uncle is good or bad? No, I think he was good. And I think he, yeah, I think so. And I think all of these pieces, they all have to fit because there's a good and bad side to everything. So it all kind of fits together. It's just the way that they read it. Because either way, the end result was to get back to that house and save Miranda. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. So either way, they needed to get there, whether that creepy kid led them there or, you know, whatever happened, they still needed to get there and save her. The end result was either they escaped or they didn't. Yeah. So it was like whatever won out. Caleb believing his dreams and knowing that she was really bad or them believing that, you know, Miranda's parents were really there. Yeah. So I kind of like think like that's the struggle there is which side where they were going to go on. And then we see, you know, when Caleb falls out the, the window, he kind of has his own little struggle there. Because we see the <clears> housekeeper <throat> trying to help Caleb in this episode as well by mm-hmm. giving him the address to Miranda's parents' house. Which wasn't there anymore. Which wasn't there anymore. But at the same time, they have the conversation. She has a conversation with Collins and... um you know, she she was telling him that, you know, you need to hurry up. It might be too late. Um, and then she was, to me, it seemed like she was surprised that they were still alive. The- I took it as being relieved, though, which is interesting. We both saw it in two different ways. Hmm. I didn't think that she wanted them dead. That's my struggle with him is because he seems super creepy, but I feel like that's too obvious for him yeah. to be the bad guy. So I kind of believe that maybe he's not. That maybe he's trying to protect them from that little creepy demon kid. Yeah, that's that's exactly how. Because it's like the bad house, and then the not as bad house. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't know that he's. I used to think he was bad when I first started watching the show. I think we all yeah. at some yeah. point did. Yeah. Um, but now I'm thinking it's kind of a shade of gray. Like he he's not evil and he's not good. He's he has his own agenda, and that's what he's after. It's not about necessarily protecting or. Because he's not helping them move on to where they need to go. He's trapping them. So that's not good. Yeah. So So there's mm -hmm. definitely, yeah, I agree with you. There's definitely, it's not all good. (laughs) But it's not all bad either. I mean, but because he's cutting their hair to keep them, like, it doesn't seem like he's explaining to them, like, I'm trying to protect you and doing it in a way of, like, being a so-called father figure to them. It's like he's trapping them, exactly as you said. Yeah, it's not, he's not helping them find the light and go on and move on to the next place or anything. <laughs> yeah. none, none of the definitely good not. stuff we see from, you know, other, yeah. other similar storylines. So there's definitely something else going on. But then we also, like, this town seems to be kind of like a, a limbo area for everyone. Yeah. So I wonder kind of how much I was going to say, play. maybe people who die in this town don't get to move on, and he's the one who's like, helping them avoid all the evil things outside of the cemetery. Well, that makes me think of a fan uh, tweeted me a few weeks ago talking about could Ravenswood as a whole be a purgatory? Maybe. And so they're stuck between, Mm. like, hell and heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And that's why they're all there. And even in that case, could Collins be the same? Are they all... Yeah, it's, it's an interesting thought. Th- that is. It's very interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I still kind of feel like he's not the good guy. And you, know, if what we find, the two people that kill themselves to 
bring Caleb and Miranda back mm-hmm. to break the curse, Collins is trying to keep them trapped. So, you know, if they're trapped, they can't break the curse. So the curse is, co- you know, going to continue. It's going to, uh, you know, be in cycle. So in a way, he is still letting the curse continue on versus if he frees them, then maybe they'll help break the curse. Right. Mm. Again, that not good, not evil, just like he's not as evil, I guess we can say, as what we experienced (laughs) in that other house. But And we think of those two skeletons, like the two people that sacrificed themselves. What were their Um, names? Was it Esther? Thomas and Esther. So we think that maybe Thomas (laughs) is the one that we saw flashes of when Caleb's window opened by itself, like with the bloody eyes, that maybe that was him. maybe, yeah. You know? I don't know. I wonder if maybe the the woman on the bridge could be Esther. And maybe she didn't mean to scare them. But, you know, but maybe she it's... A, did. But she did. <laughs> Whoops. Maybe it's something else. I mean, I don't know. But then she's always wet. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I mean, they could totally have nothing to do with anyone we've seen so far. Yeah. Or, you know, we didn't uh, find out that um, Caleb, the original Caleb and Miranda, died in a boat accident, right? So it might yeah. be oh, one right. of their friends. That's what I was thinking. Yes. It true. might be one of their friends who, one of the who drowned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've seen from the first, from the pilot episode of this, that water, I think it was in the pilot, that Caleb almost drowned in the bathtub. Like, mm-hmm. water seems to be... A, a huge force. Because not only was there the flood, but they did drown in the boat. They died in the boating accident, and then the car and the lake. So yeah, yeah, there's yeah. definitely all of that. So. Stay away Those from water. Four <laughs> kids should not go on a cruise anytime no, soon. Yeah. <laughs> they should start like each take their own car. They cannot be like yeah. in one car all together. I don't know. But they all we also find out that they died on their wedding day. That the original Caleb and Miranda were married and what the letters that we thought were letters were actually their wedding vows. That wow. was actually sad. a really sad yeah. Sad. And we get the flashback so we get to see them talking to each other and Yeah. Kind of like period But clothing. Miranda yeah. does say something that um stood out to me. She said, you know, until death do us part, she said until uh she said something like, until death do us part, but even further until eternity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe those words are what, um, in a way, has kept the cycle going, uh, which they keep on meeting one another mm-hmm. to, I it don't know. Be. Maybe, they were re- maybe they are reincarnated, and the sacrifice did, as Remy was suggesting, did bring them back because they really do look so much like the originals. <laughs> and can you believe that? <laughs> Magic. Caleb is the one that is like, no, that can't be. No, I believe it. And, you know, but this, <laughs> he's like, he's he's like the one that, you know, yeah. Luke is convincing him. And I'm like, Caleb, what is wrong with you? you he's can't like, see I'm not that guy. No, but then he has his near-death experience and he changes his yeah. tune. So he practically, when he falls out of, the, you know, that doorway in the house that he won't seem to leave for whatever reason. Um, and he's there with Miranda. He feels like he wants to stay with her and she sends him back and we see him, you know. I think that might be a good thing because I feel like maybe in prior um, lives, they've constantly fell for one another Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, in a way ended up dead. Mm -hmm. So falling in love may be part of the curse. 
And I wonder if they, because usually, well, at least from the time before that they're looking into, they died at the same time. Mm -hmm. And this time they didn't. So I wonder how that's going to be different or if it's happened before where they, sometimes they die together, sometimes they don't, if this has continued since like 1918. Yeah. You know. Remy has some digging to do. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, she does. Yeah. The like newsroom basement (laughs) of the paper. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I would, if it's always, they're always teenagers, which is, you know, pretty sad. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. But it's a good um, segue from PLL to Ravenswood because Absolutely. we see uh, the, the two little red coats, which we saw are in the Halloween episode. In the Halloween episode, which are hanging oh. in the haunted house. <clears throat> and who do we see dressed in there? Max, of course. Little demon child. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guessed it. <laughs> she's like chasing them throughout the house. But then I also remembered uh, because in the Pretty Little Liars episode, Hannah was the only one that noticed the two girls. Mm-hmm. And she kept on referring to them and saying, telling um, the girls, did you see the two little creepy, you know, kids? And no one saw them. It was only Hannah. Mm-hmm. So does she have the ability to see ghosts as well? I mean, oh. maybe she does. Because then she, when she was locked in that phone booth, you yeah. know, she did see some stuff going on and got the phone call from mm-hmm. some other Ward, you know, some other place. Oh, great. I hope she's not going to get involved <laughs> with this curse. <laughs> well, then, you know, we see this little creepy kid is at the hospital when Caleb is brought in and comes, you know, back around. And we see um, Dylan sees her and follows her. And that's when we find out <gasps> he is not what he seemed to be. And, of mm, course, knew it. <laughs> he's working with the little demon kid. I cannot call her Max ever. <laughs> like, oh, so apparently, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Dylan can see ghosts. Like, well, I guess everybody can see ghosts, but he's not involved with the pact, and he's seeing ghosts too. So, yeah, something's not right. Yeah, I want to know what his involvement is and mm-hmm. what they have against him for him to want to partake in this curse and to help them out. Actually, that's, if anything, or if that's just. That's what I kept wondering, though, is that why would you go after someone? Like, what did Caleb and Miranda do to him in a previous life that Mm -hmm. this, you know, that this is something that he feels like he should be doing? Or maybe he's just possessed. Maybe. Because he tells the demon child (laughs) (laughs) that he's going to be really upset. You know, who's Who's he? Yeah. Yeah. And she just, you know, tells them that their uh, spirits and their uh, energy was way too too strong. I mm-hmm. guess all of them being together. And they were able to pull Miranda out of the house and they all escaped as well. But who is he working for? Is it Collins? Is it a but spirit? I feel, like, is I feel it... like Collins is too easy. That's why I just, yeah. I'm hesitant to believe that it's him. I mean, it, maybe it is, but I just feel like that's just, an, that's a little too obvious. And we never well, get the obvious with this show. I was going to say, well, Collins would be... <clears throat> On any other show, the first thing I would, right. I would say, but knowing the Pretty Little Liars <laughs> yeah, writers, psychology. yeah, like it, you, you just can't assume that. I think no. it's well, MPLL. It was introduced to us for you know from the first episode, and you know yeah. you really. But I mean, we we already have questions about Collins. We're mm-hmm. wondering whether he's good or bad. Where I think, not to talk too much about Pretty Little Liars, but the A reveal on Pretty Little Liars. I don't think many fans saw coming. When you look back at it, you can see it, but 
Yeah. But, but I think at, they did a lot of things on purpose to kind of have it to be able to go in different directions. And even mm. when you go back, had it been someone else, it might have been mm-hmm. able to work too. I mean, right. I think they do. They put all these little clues in on purpose to, mm. to confuse you. What if it all turns around and the he is A the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> special. I don't know. I'm excited to see to see what happens. We've got Dylan we know now is a bad guy. We have this crazy little red coat kid, Max, who is very creepy and scary and talks in a demon voice and then we've got Miranda who's unfortunately still dead and I wonder I I mean I'm guessing she's going to kind of be that way through (laughs) through the whole series or at least you know the rest of the season we'll see kind of what happens there but there's a lot of good stuff coming up we saw in in the previews to come and uh, is there anything else you guys want to touch on for this or do you want to get into news I can get into news 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 News. News. Um, Tyler Blackburn did an interview this week with The Hollywood Reporter talking about tonight's episode and what, you know, fans could expect from that and also talked about um, his uh, ongoing relationship with Caleb and the relationship between Caleb and Miranda. Um, and he says that they have an unexplainable bond. They've been bonded even more after what's happened to Miranda and everybody else. Caleb is very confused because he's in love with Hannah and has all these things going on that he wants to protect Hannah from. One of them is from Miranda. One of them is that Miranda is no longer living but is sticking around as a ghost. The fact that he can see her and she's always there makes it harder for him to separate himself from her. So that's an interesting one because they've we've obviously seen the long-distance relationship with Hannah. We should mention that Ashley Benson, of course, guested tonight on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah woo, we got really excited for it. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting that... As a character, he feels like it sounds like a bit of a love triangle. Maybe I'm not not sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And after tonight's episode, realizing that maybe he does have yeah. feelings for Miranda. Yeah, yeah and uh, can you be in love with a ghost? I mean, I hope that yeah. that's something that kind of is that cheating. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting one. It's an emotional affair. Yeah, yeah. Well, he kissed it's her. Cheating. He well, kissed her when he was dead. On the cheek, the, right? No, that wasn't that on the lips. <laughs> no, she kissed him on the cheek. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's better. I feel yeah. She's been good about that, about keeping it, you yeah. know, about respecting the relationship, which I actually really like. Yeah, I can't really help like. but really like Miranda, but mm. I do love Hannah, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, also with the conversation with uh, that he was having with Hannah when they finally kind of had some time, as he said he was going home. But now yeah. we know that he's not, so we'll have yeah. to see where that kind of picks Great. up, too. All right, well, let's do <laughs> predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right. So back in, we're back in January, what do you think is going to happen? Oh. <laughs> uh, well, I would like to find out that Collins is actually good and he's helping everyone stay safe the ghosts not necessarily everyone and i would also like for hannah and caleb to reunite properly in the flesh (laughs) yes i would love to see that happen to have hannah and caleb reunite i think that their relationship they were so lovey-dovey on the phone tonight in the episode (laughs) that it just makes me kind of wonder if it's going towards a demise which is really sad because they're they're one of my favorite couples but I think that yeah if he's stuck in Ravenswood and just the distance and then having the there's too much against going against them Mm -hmm. right now yeah 
I think um, I'm going to predict that someone is probably going to die from the pact, and I have a feeling it's going to be Olivia, just because she's too close with Dylan. You think <laughs> she's going to be the next one to go? Interesting. Or probably. maybe she won't, because they need her. The evil people need her. Well, hmm. or ghosts, not people. I wonder <laughs> if it's a thing, though, with with Dylan, if he has some sort of feelings for her. Like, it's, it hasn't been determined yet right. whether Arya and Ezra, there were true feelings mm-hmm. there. But if he has true feelings for her, will she be the last two to go? Hmm. Because, uh. you know... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I like, don't know. I mean, it's, I, just a, it's just a thought. Yeah. I was just like thinking, you know, did Dylan have something to do with her dad's death? You know, because no. he's close with the family and maybe uh, he got information through through Olivia. Hmm. So a lot of questions. Do you think we're going to see any of those like spirits come back? Maybe Miranda's parents really do come or Olivia's dad, something like that. Not anytime soon. No. I don't think that it's, it would be way too soon for them to come. And what about the kids from last episode that Miranda saw by the gravestone? Do you think that one of those kids that she saw that kind of like ran away that was with Abby was the guy with the bloody eyes? Hmm. Could he have been one of them? We will probably have to go back and look at the episode we'll have again. To check. Double check. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that's in a rewatch. <laughs> Definitely. I know. Okay. We absolutely have not seen the last of this little demon child. Mm-hmm. And I, Darn it. And the other one. Where's the second one? I know. Yeah. There's two. There's, two, There's going to be a trick with that. Yeah. So. You know, that's, we're seeing another kind of like A-team forming because yep. there's two of them and we've got Dylan. So already we've got a three-team and then there's a he. So that's Four. Maybe there's so, five of them. Maybe. I think Mrs. Grumwald's going to help out a little bit more. She's starting to give, you know, more clues, whether it's good or bad. Still, you know, we still really don't know. But from what we saw from the previews, it looks like Miranda's going to be playing with her a little bit more. Kind of like <laughs> testing be her. interesting. So maybe we'll find out kind of what team she's really on. But... Until then, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. The show is back in January. Please make sure to go to iTunes, rate and comment. Let us know what you think and what you thought of tonight's episode. You can follow us at AfterBuzzTV on Twitter and make sure to follow me at Kelly with an IE079. And you can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Wenger. And you can follow me on Twitter at Sarah GGG. That's three G's. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Real Emma K. And we'll see you guys back in January. Bye. Happy holidays. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 